It's all connected. This is the RussJohnson.com podcast. Hey, hey, hey. Baby. It is Russ Johnson. It is all connected at RussJohnson.com. And here we go. An explanation of my belief system. Oh, man, I had an interesting week last week. For the first time in my life, well, at least since I was a kid and started to develop my own understanding, I have a name behind what my spiritual understanding is. Let me explain. For years, I have taken my own path. At 17 years old, I started questioning everything I had been taught. And over the years, I came to my own understandings. In fact, there was a period of time I refused to read books because I was convinced that I didn't want to be forced or coerced into believing in any particular way. You see, I believed that this thing, this entity, this energy that we call God, some of us do, existed. I just thought it was bigger than what I had been taught. And so I went on a quest to search. And over the years, the last 40, I've been doing just that. And little by little, truths have been being revealed to me. You know, the Bible says, seek and you shall find. I believe that's true. If you're persistent enough in anything, I believe it will be revealed to you. Most of us just give up because we're so immediate gratified that we don't know how to act when we don't get it right away, and so we don't pay much attention to it. But anything you want badly enough, and I do believe anything you want badly enough can be attracted to you if you're persistent in it. Well, a friend of mine suggested that I might be a mystic, and I really didn't even know what the definition of the word was. I mean, I've heard it, but I've never looked up the definition. And I have to tell you, when I read it, it blew my mind. For the first time, I could relate with an identity called a mystic. Here's the deal. I used ChatGPT when I first heard the word. And the definition that came back was just incredible to me. Let me read it to you. A mystic is an individual who seeks direct communion or union with the divine, transcendent, or ultimate reality often through spiritual or contemplative practices. Mystics are found in many religions and spiritual traditions around the world, including Christianity, Islam, Hinduism, Buddhism, and various indigenous traditions. While the specifics of mysticism can vary between traditions, there are a number of things I'm going to list here for you. And I'm going to give you a side note just from my experience. For years, I've always felt that I had developed a direct connection to this source. I call it it. And by the way, I don't think it cares that I call it it for anyone who is offended. Call it whatever you want to call it. But I knew that I had a direct connection and it was feeding me information out of thin air, getting information for things that I had been seeking. I was fascinated by this and I continue to use it to this day. I've since become aware of what some call guides. It feels like a different energy to me, but I connect with it as well, and it gives me direction in life. As crazy as that might sound to someone who's never done it, 
you have access to it too. You just have to slow down enough to recognize it. And the best way for me has been meditation to really slow things down. I would encourage every single one of you to start meditating right now because it does not happen immediately for most people. It takes practice. But the more you do it, the deeper you go, the more you can open up and receive. Direct experience with the divine. Another quality of a mystic is that mystics often engage in various spiritual practices to cultivate their inner awareness and facilitate their connection with the divine. That includes prayer, meditation, contemplation, fasting, and other forms of spiritual discipline. For me, especially in the early stages of my growth, it was contemplation. I asked every single question you might imagine someone on the spiritual path might ask. And man, for a period of time, I've gone through confusion to great clarity. With persistence, you too can gain clarity. You just have to be consistent in your practice. So again, if that's prayer, meditation, or if it's contemplation or fasting, or whatever you might use, there are many different ways to get to the same destination. You need to find the one that's most comfortable for you. Another quality is transcending the ego. I'm not kidding anyone that I'm still working on this. A core aspect of mysticism, though, is the transcendence of the ego or the individual sense of self. Mystics aim to go beyond the limitations of the ego to experience a deeper, more unified state of consciousness. And that's what I'm aiming for. Haven't hit the mark yet, but I'm working on it. And if I live long enough, maybe I'll make it before I get to the end of this road. Another quality is the emphasis on love and compassion. Mystics often emphasize the importance of love and compassion, both towards oneself and others. It's an essential component of spiritual growth and the connection to the divine. And it really is. It's the core of my understanding is that it all comes back to love. Treating your neighbor as you want to be treated. It's really not that hard. You know, this doesn't mean that you have to love everyone you come across. Not in the sense that you might a family member, but that you want to spread good energy to whoever crosses your path. Love and compassion are keys to just being a happy person. Another trait is ineffability. The experiences and insights of mystics are often described as being beyond the limits of ordinary language and conceptual understanding. It is difficult for some who've never taken the time to ponder these type questions to digest. They say as a result that many mystics may rely on metaphor, poetry, or paradox to express their experiences, and I often do. Another characteristic is transformation. The mystical path typically involves personal transformation as the mystic strives to embody the insights and values derived from the spiritual experience. This transformation may be reflected in a change of behavior, attitudes, or values. 
And for me, this all began at 17 years of age when I started questioning what I had been taught. And for the next decade, I continued to question before I finally had a vision. And I talked about this in my earliest episodes. And if you want to hear the entire story, go check it out in the very beginnings of November 24th, 2022. And the last quality from ChatGPT describing a mystic. It says, mystics often have a deep sense of the interconnectedness and interdependence of all aspects of existence, recognizing that all things are ultimately part of a greater whole. My vision that I experienced at 27 years of age allowed me to peek and see how everything is connected. For a flash, I could see it all. I don't remember it all because when I flashed back into my body, I only brought back the pieces where I had been focused on the previous 10 years. I could not even begin to explain to you when I read this definition, the sheer love and appreciation for the universe giving me this understanding of who I am. It really is nice to find a connection to know that I'm not the only one, that this is a common path. And what's most fascinating about it to me is that I discovered this path on my own, but it turns out to be a path that's been around for a very long time. This is exciting. I love growing like this. I love seeing the universe open up, and it will when you're ready. Information is revealed when you are ready to receive it. So if you want to know something, start looking, seek it diligently, and watch it unfold. That's it for today's podcast. It's all connected at RussJohnson.com. What do you believe happens when we die? Tell us about it. Call now at 864-259-2599. That's 864-259-2599 or contact Russ on his website at russjohnson.com.